Hi, you guys, and welcome to today's episode of Trailer Cast. I am Elise Snipes, your host, and I'm thankful to be back. <laughs> I've been in so many unique spaces this season of Trailer Cast, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually. And uh, today is an episode where I feel like I'm kind of coming all the way back. So it's a solo episode, which means it's you and me and all of the experiences that have happened this last week. So let me get you caught up. We are moving, like our home. We are moving from the house that my husband has literally lived in his whole life, and I mean that very literally, like brought home from the hospital to that home and lived all of his days there at that home. And it's also the home I realized that I have lived at the longest in my whole life. So I've lived there for just over 11 years now. And so we have brought home all of our kids to this house. And this week we got the keys to our new home. And there were, so we're in like this demo deconstruction, like rip out things that need to be replaced. And um, since I live in the land of metaphor, I am learning so much. And I wanted to bring some of that to the table for you to chew on as well and for you to think of your own parallel experience, what this conversation connects to in your own story, what it has for you by means of connection or awareness or humor or whatever. Um, but I want you to I want you to hear a couple things. The first is because our house is the we're ripping up the original carpet. I'm not allowed in the house, okay? And I need you to know that that's killing me. I'm not allowed in our new house because there's actual workers and actual people who know what they're doing, and I will just interfere with that process. So I am under clear restriction to stay on the outside of the house. So I feel like this oppressive, obsessive need to get my hands into the soil of our house. I'm like, I need to do something. I want to create and make this space our own. And so while the actual like licensed contractors are working inside of the house, I am outside pretending to be a master gardener. <laughs> okay. So mind you, we've, we've packed up our whole home into a pod. And so the only tool that I have to garden, drum roll please, a pair of yellow kitchen gloves the plastic ones that you wear when you wash the dishes. And I don't care. I'm I'm like I'm going to get I'm going to get at this garden like it's my job. So I head out to the garden full of determination and it is so intensely overgrown that the actual vines are coming through the windows of our home into the walls of the house. So I just need you to have that picture. There is a buck-eyed Susan that is living in our home. And then there's ivy that is all over the flower beds and all up the trees. And I have it in my head that me and my yellow kitchen gloves are gonna handle this job. So I am out there, and by the way, we haven't met any of the neighbors yet. So let's just like also like say that. Like I don't we don't know anyone on the street, and they're all, you know, like like a neighborhood would do. Like be like, okay, who are the new people? And so I'm just really showing them my best self in my overalls and yellow kitchen gloves. And so I start like kind of trying to tear at some of the 
ivy. And I'm in there and I'm like, God, it would be so much easier if I just like trimmed back some of this, just tried to contain it. Like that's an option here is maybe not to try to just like take down and destroy all of this plant. Like what if I just made a little home for it over here? Or what if we just kind of sectioned it to this part? And do I really need to get all of this up and out? And, and so I'm in the garden and I hear someone behind me and he's like, Hey, um, I'm your new neighbor. And he notices my gloves and he says, do you need any tools? And I said, yes, yes, actually I do. Ours are all packed. And so we have the sweet exchange and he's like, the, I can't even believe that this is our neighbor. I don't even know how to compare him to like, maybe like Wilson from Home Improvement, like back in the day, like just like the kindest, sweetest, most resourceful, like source of wisdom who now lives next door to me and offered me all of his tools. And I feel like it's a metaphorical sense of, hey, look over here, here are some things you could use. So he lets me use all his gardening tools and I spend six hours literally cutting back and going straight like to the root of every single plant that is in our garden. I filled three truck beds full of like old plant material that needed to come out. And this is, this is what I noticed. When I want to take on a project, I tend to see like, I'm going to do this big thing. And then I get into the big thing and I'm like, maybe I'll do the small thing instead. Like maybe, and there's this like part of me that's like, oh, just kind of take this, just do the surface stuff. You know, just, just don't do the whole thing. And I was lacking the tools to do what actually needed to be done for the outcome I actually wanted. Okay. Are you with me on the story? There are times when I look at a big change or a big shift or something that needs to happen. And so I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to go on that retreat. I'm going to go and do that big work of therapy. I'm going to do whatever it is I'm setting out to do this big thing. And then as soon as I go to my first session or as soon as I begin that work, I'm like, you know what? Actually, like that's like way bigger than I realized it was going to be. I don't know that I want to do my whole family history. Um, How about we just look at my career? right? Like, like maybe I'm not going to take out the whole plant. Maybe I'm not going to go back to the root. Maybe I'm just going to do the external behavioral shifting and call it good. And I think that that's still an option, but I think the difference is that won't last. And so then we'll just have to continue to maintain that type of invasive vine forever. So let me speak a little bit more directly. As I have my hands in the dirt of our soil, I realize that like there's there are options in the way in which we approach finding out what is underneath the overgrowth of our inheritance. That this is the garden that I inherited. Like this is what I have been handed. Or technically we bought it, but <laughs> and I think about that in context of story. What have you inherited? What have you been handed? What things belong to you? What things don't belong to you? What's overgrown in your life and needs to be cut back? What's underneath all that overgrowth that you can't even see because that vine is taking up all the sunlight? And so I started thinking like, ah, it's so much like this retreat that I just held. So two weeks ago, I held a private intensive retreat for women. We met in Malibu. And we did the work of the soil, of the roots. You know, I think sometimes we can, like I said, can kind of get away with the pruning. Like, 
the, just the cutting back. I'll just cut back on how much I drink. I'll just cut back on how much I'm on social media. I'll just cut back on how much sugar I'm intaking. And then I'll maybe I'll add a little thing. I'll like, I'll work out more. I'll drink more water. And there's all these like things. And don't get me wrong, you guys, like those things are, those are great. Those are great. These are all great things. I, I think what like was kind of driving me bananas is that, but then that's like, it like for life like so for life i'm just in this sense of cut back out a little cut back out a little forever and I'm, there's got to be another way i feel like is like the is a storyline i come back to often which is there's got to be another way than doing this there's got to be more than maintenance there's got to be more than pruning there's got to be more than just um, a slow churning way towards my true self Hence the birth of weekends, hence this metaphor in the garden where I'm struck by this is the same thing in two different ways. What happens if we actually cut back all the material that's there and are able to get to what's underneath? So after taking out three truck beds full of overgrowth, there was this beautiful garden underneath these plants. So like one by one, all the neighbors start coming out of their house. And they're like, I had no idea that there were all those plants under there. Like there's an entire garden underneath the garden. Do you know what I'm saying? Underneath what we would have called alive and beautiful and green and growing was an actual intentionally planted garden with these beautiful plants and like succulents I've never even seen before. And we never would have seen unless we did the bigger work of getting to all the things that are taking up space. So clearly I'm stuck in this garden metaphor, but I just, I couldn't help but see the comparison to what it felt like to be in the company of such great women who were doing such big work, who were like, yeah, we could have done this work slowly, or we could have come for this weekend experience and done a huge like renovation. And actually we are going to, I like it so much better when you get to hear the story from the people who experienced it. Some of the women have agreed to talk about it together, what it was like for them to do the bigger work. Because it's, I think that there's like a hesitancy in, gosh, do I do that? Like, do I really dive in? And what does it even mean? And what happens on intensive retreats? And and is that something that's for me or or, or not? And so I want you to hear from the women and we will, I feel like this felt like Chris Harrison just now, by the way, in saying that I want you to hear from the women in our next season of The Bachelor. Um, rabbit Trail. You can hear from each of the women and their experience and what it was like and what we did. And I think again, like one of the things I notice all the time is when we hear somebody else talk about their story, we can often find ourselves in a piece of it. When I watch somebody do their work, a part of me gets healed. A part of me is like, oh yeah, I didn't see that connection piece. So she started talking about it and then I gained insight or awareness into my own story. So I am excited for you to get to be able to hear that as well. So some thoughts and some questions that I want you to think about and or consider this week is what is what does this look like for you? So if your life and your behavior were a garden, if what you did during the week and what you thought about and what you consumed and all that were a garden, what would be the vine and that overgrowth? What would be choking out the rest of the plants that need sunlight 
and access to water? What's the soil? What tools do you need? Who can you ask or who can offer their resources? What's underneath? That kind of stuff just makes me like, I'm so like investigatively curious. I'm like, I've got to know what's under there. I've got to know what's, what could be beneath there. The more that I am willing to do the hard work, and it's often not pretty, but necessary, of discovering what is beneath, I am like brought to tears at the immense amount of beauty that continues to show up. And it's not because I have to create it or plant it. Like, it's already there. And that brings home, like, every single time I set out to do any part of the work that I get to do, whether it's this podcast or working one-on-one with somebody or hosting a retreat, is we're not creating something. We're, we're seeing what has always been. And I think that that and believe that that is the truth of any type of work like this. We're not trying to give you a brand new life. We're not trying to sell you a personality that like, hey, if I was just like that, then my life would be good. It's, it's helping to untangle the things that are keeping you from your natural beauty, from what is already within you, from the good that has always existed, cutting out the things that don't belong to you, or that you never planted in the first place, making room for the things in you that need to grow wild. So I'll tell you there, I always keep a section of my garden where I just throw wild flower seeds in. So the rest of it might be planned and the rest of it might be native plants and things I want there on purpose, but I always keep a wild section of my garden that I just reserve to be a surprise. (laughs) And then I collect different wildflower packets and then throw it in there to see what's going to happen. And, and I, there's a reminder for me of like in, in my own garden and in the spaces that I get to cultivate and take care of and weed and, and be in and enjoy that there's a part of me that just needs to be, that needs to run wild. There's a part of me that needs to be a surprise and be like, oh, I did had no idea or that's what took root this season. And sometimes the last few years that we've been doing that, there's old wildflowers that come up in the spring and then there's new ones and there's like these this layered colorful experience of the wild that continues to come back and visit each season and it's this surprise of like oh gosh that's i'm so glad that that like that's here and that that's here so maybe you get to take that piece in as well that not not all of the work that you do has to be perfect or make sense or have a master plan and maybe there's a part of you that's like hey i just need this part of my garden to be the unfinished space I need this part of my personality to be the part that's just like, hey, this is me. I'm also curious about what's going to be coming up or out or alive this season. So, my fellow flowers (laughs) and garden workers, um, my invitation for you this week is to see just how beautiful it could be. How how wild it could be, how radical it could be, and to think about what it is you need in order to do that. 
So I'm convinced that we all have this space. And sometimes we are showing up to our work with kitchen gloves. And sometimes we need a guide or an amazing neighbor. And sometimes we need a tool. And sometimes we just need to remember that everything we need is already right there. Sometimes we just need to hear somebody else know they've gotten in there and done the work, survived it, and like have this beautiful experience to come and tell you about. But whatever it is, and wherever you find yourself, this week, I want you to start with something that is actually sustainable. Right? We are not here for the giant overhaul that lasts a minute or the baby pruning that you have to maintain every week. But what would it be like for you to start in a section that you could maintain and continue to push into and continue to look at and continue to see what is underneath and let it evolve again and again and again? I want to know if while you're listening to the show, if you ever feel interested or curious about starting your own healing journey, then I want you to check out Radical Wellness Collaborative, okay? I founded Radical Wellness out of a desire to give people a clear, comprehensive, and concrete way forward. Our mission is to provide superior, integrative, modern wellness services for the everyday person seeking radical transformation. We believe every person is inherently worthy of total restoration and radical wellness. And all of our services are online, which means you can work with us from wherever you are. You can choose from one-on-one work, small groups, one-time classes. Our collaborative is comprised of an integrative team of doctoral and master's level clinicians with over 10 decades of collective experience in evidence-based care. Okay, basically we've been doing this work a very long time and we are very committed to what we do. We'd love to help you get started. Visit our website at www.radicalwellness.co. Wellness wherever you are. Thank you for listening to TrailerCast with Elise Snipes. Visit TrailerCast.com to listen to all of our recorded episodes, sign up for Patreon to offer support for the show and get access to group sessions, extra bonus episodes and content, and our private Instagram account where we continue to grow the TrailerCast community. Follow Elise on Instagram at EliseSnipes underscore collective and learn more about her work at EliseSnipes.com. Lastly, we'd love for you to take a moment and review the show on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. Cheers and see you next time.